Welcome to the Kona Edge, where you'll discover what the best triathletes in the world do to give them the edge. Welcome back to this edition of the Kona Edge, and uh, we chat some running today. We head back to London to touch base with Martin Muldoon. Martin, welcome back. Thanks for, for joining us. The, the run is your strength, uh, and, and it's, it's a nice place to be when you get off the bike, knowing that uh, your, your strongest discipline is yet to come. It is. Yeah, it's very true. And, um, you know, if I had a choice of what my strength would be, I, I would say uh, the run at the end. I mean, any real top Ironman athlete, the top pros, they probably don't really have much of a strength or weakness in any direction. And that's probably what makes the best triathletes where you don't have a strength. The, the fact that my running stands out a little bit more than my other disciplines is probably my biggest weakness, you know. So um, I wouldn't recommend it. But if, but if you, um, you know, if you're a time-limited athlete and you need to be strong in something, yeah, I'd rather be a, a strong runner to be able to, you know, run run past people at the end. It's good for your headset uh, when you're tired because everybody's tired. People might look at you running past and think you're not tired, but you're as tired as they are. You just happen to have a, a better turnover. You've, you're a more efficient uh, run rate and stuff like that. So um, you can run times that look impressive, but actually, you know, it may have been hard work for you as well. Uh, but yeah, I, th- I think it's definitely, definitely a good discipline to be strong at as long as you're sensible on the bike and you get to execute that strength, then it's, it's certainly a big positive in an Ironman. Yeah, I was just going to say, I mean, it's it's one thing being able to run well, but it's, it's another thing running well off the bike. And, and, and what you do on the bike and how you behave on the bike sets up whether you're going to have a good run or not. It is. And um, I've been in races where I've been cycling along with some of the guys, you know, in a group, a legal, a legal group, trying to work together. A bit like the pros do, you know, keep it 10, 15 meters and everybody goes circles around a bit, does a bit at the front. Um, there's a bit of benefit to that. Um, you know, mentally, if nothing else, to see other people and you know you're all going to get off the bike together and the runners will be able then to take off if you haven't overdone it. Um, but, but, but I have seen races where the pace just gets a little bit too fast in the bike and I'm looking at my parameter, I'm looking at my heart rate and I'm thinking I could go those guys quite easily, but I just have the feeling just from experience that it's probably 5% too much. And sure enough, every time uh, halfway through the run, you'll see those guys walking. And I, I feel like saying to them, lads, if you just to hold back that 5%, stop being, trying to be macho on the bike, um, you probably save yourself 15 minutes on the run. You know, they're, they're, they're only making two to three, maybe five minutes on the bike only, but some of these guys are losing half an hour on the run. And um, even experienced guys, I always find that very strange. Guys, guys that I know, guys that I've raced with for years, I, I've seen them go out and they do this crazy stuff on the bike. They're in training, they're with me on the bike. I'm, I'm even uh, sometimes, you know, ahead of these guys. Comes to race day, um, they're all hammer up the road on the bike, five five minutes, ten minutes up the road on the bike, and then you see them fall apart in the run. So. I always find that strange why people don't learn from that those kind of really painful mistakes. Yeah, and when wheels come off, the wheels come off in a big way. Let's talk about some of the gains you've made. I mean, you you, you come from a competitive running background as a as a kid, as a as a youngster, but uh, you you've still had to work hard at it, and and you you've got some some pretty good gains over over the years in your run. Yeah, yeah. I mean, um, like you said earlier, it's just great being a runner, but running off the bike is a very different thing, and uh, it's actually much more about um, the, the bike itself. So. Uh, you know, anybody can go out and run a three-hour marathon, but to run a three-hour marathon off the bike, you need to be pretty fresh getting off the bike, and um, it helps if you can do a, a, a decent bike split at the same time, and that comes from a huge amount of bike work, a lot of strength work, um, high cadence work as well. 
So um, the, the biggest gains in my running is probably as a, as a, as a triathlete, especially an Ironman triathlete, is, is actually improving your bike. So, um, yeah, I, di- I did find that uh, my, my Ironman run times and, and a few races were, were not spectacular at all. You know, there were sort of three of, of round over 310 a few times, which anybody who's a runner would look at that and go, that's really not very impressive at all. And and that was due, it wasn't really because of my running, that was because I'd overdone it on, on the bike or maybe hadn't taken off energy on, on the bike. And, of course, when you're sort of halfway through the marathon, it's too late then. Um, you, you have to slow down to get the nutrition and the hydration back in and get the salt into you to stop the cramps and stuff. So quite often when you discover you're having problems in the run, it's too late to do anything about it. So it's better better being sensible on the bike and, and strategic on the bike and you know staying within your limits of what you know you can respond with because yeah, you can be the best runner in the world, but if you go off too hard on the bike, sure, you don't get to exercise it at all. You... you told us the last time we spoke about your your favorite sort of bike workouts what do you love doing on the run and and what do you feel gives you the the most benefit um the the running for me i guess and, and sometimes it's hard to see what's really making the difference because i've always been there or thereabouts in the run um it sounds a bit boring because it's hill reps again um I, I just love hill reps there's a i live in a place near near uh, somewhere called Hampstead in, in london which is very hilly uh, there's 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 an area which is probably got four or five different roads leading uphill to a certain place, and each one of those hills as a run is about five minutes. Um, some of them are sort of aggressive at the start and then they ease off. Some of them are quite consistently the same gradient the whole way to the top, and I, I just love mixing up. But um, I don't know why I love hill reps. They're good for strength. Um, you can play with your cadence on hill reps, and the method itself of running uphill. A lot of people. Um, overextend and lengthen the stride, which is not the thing to do in the hill at all. You're actually bur- using a lot of energy and strength, which uh, which you need on the flat. So um, you get to practice all those things. But but again, the main thing I think is that just because you it gets you in the zone and, and it's hard. I like that kind of hardship, and uh, it's probably why I love the sport in general because of the hardness of it and the fact it takes you away from the real world. It makes the real world seem like a natural place when you go back to it. So. Um, uh, yeah, hill wraps, I would say, on the run as well. Fantastic. Well, Martin, thank you so much for your time here on the Conage. Much appreciated. And uh, yeah, we look forward to catching up soon. No problem. Cheers, buddy. Good chatting. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the Kona Edge. Run like the wind. Our next free online running seminar is happening soon. Sign up now on the KonaEdge.com slash running seminar.